Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hey there, everybody. Really good to see you. Or not see you. Well, I could see you if you were on tchat.io where I'm monitoring tweets, hashtag tech radio. This is Marsha Collier. Great to see you. And our my regular co-host, Mark Cohen, isn't here this week. We've got somebody new. And hashtag tech radio. Say hello to him. Will Town Tech on Twitter. Will Townsend. How are you, Will? I'm great, Marsha. How are you? Oh, super. Um, just for those who are new, maybe Will, you've got a whole bunch of family listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> this show, we don't tell you particularly how to fix things in computers. We like to keep you up to date on the news and everything in technology. And we're mostly a computer uh, consumer show. So we don't get into anything really, really deep. And I want to say hello to Jim Katzeman, Kurt Boothman, uh, Chris, uh, Rock Christopher. Thank you for being out there live in the audience. Um, so, Will, what did you do this week in tech? What did I do? Well, I attended a big networking show in Orlando and spent some time with, uh, with Cisco. So that was a lot of fun. Very warm. And then I returned uh, to my home, my home state of Texas. It's even warmer. Oh dear! And you know, California is having like the best weather ever. We've got a prolonged—they call it June gloom. That just means it's cloudy, not humid, and in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Pretty wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you can be jealous. <laughs> so, if for those who listen to the show and may not remember, Will is the gentleman who was on the show with us. Uh, he had the deposit down on the Tesla Model 3, right? That's right. Now, people don't know. We, uh, I announced that you did get your refund, but how did that all pan out for you? Uh, you know, it took, it took weeks and weeks and weeks and um, <laughs> lots of confusing, you know, emails, you know, coming from, from Tesla. But, you know, I've, I've sensed under, you know, read that um, they've refunded over 25% of those reservations against the Model 3. Yeah, but but he sold what twenty thousand five hundred dollar lighters, which he's calling not a flamethrower. <laughs> it's, flame it's a forty. A, yeah, it's a forty nine yeah. cent bic lighter, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, with a can of hairspray in it, right? <laughs> That's right. A colleague of mine actually uh, actually purchased one. So I think Mr. Musk has shipped more flamethrowers than Tesla Model Threes. <laughs> I think you're right. So if you've seen one in action, does it? Did, do anything more than light mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, not mushrooms, marshmallows. Thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you do with it? I I have no idea. I have no idea. I guess uh, if you're a pyromaniac, it's a fun toy. Yeah, well, if you're in California or Colorado, you know, you're not allowed to light a match near trees. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really don't know. God bless those people who had all that money to drop $500 on it, and I really hope that their college loans are paid for since they've dropped that money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait right? to see uh, YouTube videos with uh, people catching themselves on fire. It should be interesting. 
Well, my friend I, Justine, she set her fake lawn on fire by accident. Oh, so lovely. That was <laughs> <laughs> so much for being green and having, you know, the fake law, lawn. Uh, Kurt Boothman just said, yay, Texas, and he sent you a picture on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hook him so, speak, so speaking of uh, uh, our friend Elon, what do you think about the new boring company deal? Oh my goodness! And, you know, and it's funny. The flamethrower was a shameless plug because I, I've I've seen these things and they've got the boring company stenciled on them. It's hilarious. You know, I uh, I think yeah. it's it's just amazing how gullible intelligent people like you know Rahm Emanuel are. You know, in, in Chicago to allow someone who's never you know dug in the ground you know to dig you know <laughs> a, a, a trench that's twelve miles long underneath the city of Chicago. Well, wait a minute. You know he's paying for it. Elon Musk is paying for it. Apparently, this is yeah, be... he's fronting the billion dollars up front, right? Right. This is going to be his, like, demo project, which is actually <laughs> a good, and, and that's a, a great startup. Uh, Black Swan kind of thing is to do, uh, you know, Huawei did that in France with a, with a system. You right. know, put it out there, and if it works. But realize that this Chicago project, and for those who don't know, uh, since California had a little bit of an issue of somebody digging under California <laughs> and, you know, with earthquakes and stuff, you know, we had a little more environmental questions. So Elon took this to Chicago and they're going to do a Chicago Express Loop from, let me see, downtown Chicago to the airport. Mm -hmm. It's in now they will be. Building and operating an 18-mile, 12-minute rapid transit connection between Chicago's downtown Loop and O'Hare. Um, it's going to cost what? A billion dollars. It's something like, yeah, a billion dollars. Which, uh, let me see what that works out to per mile. Um, I can't think of it now. I had it down here. But currently, you could go from million. Yeah. 55 million a mile. What a yeah. deal. <laughs> right now, you can get to the airport for $5, and it takes 37 minutes, which on the Chicago Blue Line L. Um, a ticket for top speed travel on the express loop would cost $25. So Elon will be making the $25. And it's kind of, you know, I'll build you a bridge if I can put a toll gate on it. <laughs> that's, that's basically what he's doing. And he figures he can move 2,000 passengers per hour in each direction. I just wanted to ask you, now you've seen the video uh, of the Boring Company's skates, as he calls right. them, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is going 100 miles an hour, right? 125, I, I think, is what he's quoted. But, yeah, over 100 miles okay. an hour. Did yeah. you see any seat belts in this thing? I didn't. I, I saw did people standing around, standing around. Now, I know inertia is is a physical law. Uh, do you think Musk has found a way to keep people from toppling over at 100 miles an hour? Maybe some top-secret anti-gravity mechanism. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you know, Chicago, if any city could need it. It would be Chicago. I mean, I think, and, and what's going to happen if there's a crime on, because Chicago's kind of crime-ridden. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of it's one of the most dangerous cities in in the country. Okay, so you're trapped for 17 minutes in this gate with 20 Subterranean. other Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sounds like safe, safe, safe. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. What what can I say? Um, lots of luck. And when do they think it's going to be ready? Because I can't I, wait know, to I, read the yeah, news. I don't know that. But again, this is a technology that's not been proven. Um, you know, I think, you know, like Ron there in Chicago is just, you know, hoping that, you know, Elon pulls a rabbit out of his hat. What, what's also interesting is that um, people that are very knowledgeable about drilling have looked at the equipment that he's proposed, and they can't figure out how he's going to be able to even dig this hole for a billion dollars. You know, many, many, you know, experts estimate that it's going to far, far exceed um, you know, that, that price tag. So I, I guess, you know, maybe Elon kicks in his own, you know, personal, uh, you know, income to, to, to cover the difference. But I, well, but th- this, this is project, his deal. Yeah. It's his investment in himself so he can demo right. his great product. Someone on Twitter said something that makes a lot of sense. Where do those 2,000 people an hour park? <laughs> <laughs> Underground? Right. In, in, in like Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Think about that. If right. you're moving 2,000 people an hour either way, you better have a big parking structure. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take you longer out. to park to, than to get to the airport. Right. Uh, well, God bless him. God bless yeah. him. I, I hope it's going to be interesting to watch, if nothing else, and I hope you're going to come on the show so we can bag on him. Oh, absolutely, Marsha. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it. So... You, you know, we got all this privacy stuff going on in California. You know, we're weird. Um, we were putting together the California Consumer Privacy Act, which would require companies to disclose the types of information they collect, like data used to target ads, and allow the public to opt out of having their information sold, which seems like, hey, isn't that a great idea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a little California GDPR, except... It seems that there's been $195,000 worth of contributions against the initiative from Amazon, Microsoft, and 50000 from Uber. Facebook, Google, AT&T, and Verizon have each contributed 200000 to block the measure. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is serious. I mean, I think, you know, finally California is going to have something that might make sense, but the fact that these tech companies are throwing so much money right now at killing right. this privacy initiative, what do you think? You think they're going to be able to do it? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's huge, huge money for these companies, right? You know, and you know, it was, it was amazing when this, you know, this data leak, you know, you know, came out with Facebook and people were freaking out. It's like, and they had no idea that their, their data was being mined and sold. It's like, hello. It's like, it's a free app, but you are you are the app, basically. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the reason why these companies are are throwing so much money at lobbyists because it, it's a huge revenue stream for them. And and you know, and, and the whole fundamental, you know, uh, economics of Facebook, for example, if um, they were to stop doing that, it would would, would fall apart. You know, they're valued. Right. I mean, here's the difference. So, Google based on your search criteria, guesses your demographic, what you are, you know, who you are, what you like to do, et cetera. 
The thing about Facebook is that because you provide that profile, because you're constantly on it and feeding that, 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 that app, and they're applying machine learning and, and you know, analytics and, and, a, and artificial intelligence to that, I mean, Facebook probably knows my shoe size. Well, you'd be pretty proud. You'd be pretty proud of me. I go out of my way to feed it bad information. Right. I I do that with Google too. And and when you go to the area where they have your profile, where you can go look at it, for a while Google thought I was a man. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) I work hard at giving them bad data. Seriously. You must. That's excellent. Well, you know, do you? I'm sure you got a ton of those GDPR emails from companies. Come click through, review our privacy policy. Um, right. Come, let us know that you still want to get email from us. Uh, did you get like? I must have gotten a couple hundred of those. Oh, it's been an avalanche over the last few weeks. Absolutely. I mean, these companies. I mean, they're. They're, they're freaking out now. They're seeing what, you know, Zuck went through, you know, testifying, you know, to Congress and just, you know, the potential class action lawsuits that could, that could be brought. And so it's not, it's not surprising at all that we're seeing this landslide of, of, um, of correspondence. Well, I have to tell you, hi, Linda Sherman. She just stopped by, tweeted to us. Um, it's kind of interesting. I was reading an article that most Americans are not even opening those emails. And and the estimate is that these companies who rely on email for marketing have lost access to 80% of their lists, and they are freaking out. I mean, that's a huge number of people. I know that I definitely just – I didn't answer them. And my mailbox has gotten so much slimmer. (laughs) I'm really (laughs) happy with it. (laughs) So, well, you know, you know, I'm not surprised to hear that, Marsha, because I think the average open rate on an email is, you know, like less than 1%. Right. And so now yeah. since they can't reach out again unless you respond, that's it. Just that's don't right. answer the emails. Right. Uh, so let's see. Oh, did you hear? And I read this last night. Huawei phones. Now, I wrote a blog post about their desktop mode, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But they have a new app that's going to run Windows 10. <laughs> Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, I think that? I read that too. I mean, you all you have to do is you connect a Huawei smartphone to a TV, uh, to a TV or a monitor mm-hmm. via the USB-C port. Once connected, it starts desktop mode, which is what I wrote about. But the new one, using the app Huawei Cloud PC, is an app that allows Huawei smartphones to run Windows 10 Mobile right on the screen. So uh, I personally am not going to use that. Um, Do you write any of your articles on on your phone? Um, I don't. I usually use my (laughs) Windows 10 um, PC to do that. But I think... It'll be an interesting, um, you know, scenario for for people that are, uh, you know, not embracing, you know, Android, and they they they're accustomed and like that that very, you know, intuitive Windows uh, GUI. Yeah, I you know I believe that mobile devices are for consuming, and laptop and desktop for producing. That's I would just agree. the way I yeah. look at. It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of you know the whole you know consuming content versus creating content. I would I would agree with you, Marsha. 
So, you know, there's room for both, but I think it's a step forward, and it just shows, I mean, with tablets, if you use that app, I would assume, on a nice-sized tablet and had one of those goofy keyboards that (laughs) I don't know. I need a keyboard. I need the little tap, tap, tap. Right. But it could work. Could work. It could. Yeah, it's it's definitely compelling, and, you know, I think Huawei, you know, they've really done a lot lately in, you know, uh, that phone space to really differentiate themselves with this artificial intelligence, you know, chip that kind of, and I think, you know, you and I have talked about this, Marsha, you've used the products as well, and it kind of understands your typical usage, whether you're heavy email or heavy internet, and, and you know, sort of, you know, uh, adjusts the performance to, to sort of meet your your use, you know, that this triple lens camera on this P20 product that recently launched. So, you know, regardless of the rhetoric in the country about spyware and that sort of thing, they're they're well, really know, bringing soon, some serious innovation to market. Everybody knows that I'm a Huawei fan, and we won't we won't stick on this too long. I just want to say, as soon as somebody proves it, then then let me you know then we can discuss it. But there's nobody out right. there proving there's anybody spying on anybody. Exactly. I mean, tear the product down and look for your secret huh? spy chip or something. You know, come on, <laughs> right? people. Yeah. It's just not an issue right now. And and I saw Marco Rubio tweet, and we never talk politics here, but I just thought it was so funny. He said something on Twitter about, all of you who have investments in Huawei ought to think twice. Well, you can't invest in Huawei. It's a private company. I, it's just, exactly. There's so much misunderstanding <laughs> in this country. It's absurd. They're anyway, really- do you... Do you have a ring doorbell at home? I do. I absolutely do, and I love it. Now, I have an ADT security system. It's a really cool security system. We got lasers. We got cameras. We got, (laughs) (laughs) okay, maybe not lasers, but like in our screens, you know, if somebody tried to cut a screen at a window, the alarm goes off. So I have a pretty advanced system. Um, What do you think about Ring's home security system that, ADT sued them about, and they're finally going to be able to get out. Well, you know the price point is pretty solid at one hundred and ninety nine dollars. You know, I I don't ha- I have the Ring doorbell like I mentioned, and I have a, a you know kind of a a me too you know kind of do it yourself security system in my home that that I don't you know have monitored, but it definitely gives me peace of mind. You know, as you know, Marsha, I travel quite a bit, but I think you know Ring, you know they're 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 really delivering solid. Um, you know, technology that's easy to connect to your your wireless network. It's very, very high quality, and it's and most importantly, it's easy to set up. And that's been the biggest hurdle, you know, for you know for many companies that um, that develop you know IP you know type camera um, you know solutions. So I think you know sort of integrating that security you know capability. You know, into the ring, you know, ecosystem is it's definitely a solid, solid uh, place. Yeah, my, for the company. my husband was in Home Depot, and you know how it makes that little noise in your pocket when someone's near your door. Right. Well, it seems some other guy had one, so it went off in his pocket. The other guy looked in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <You know, laughs> everybody's got. But what's interesting about it is we have Linksys cameras here, mm-hmm. and actually they're interior cameras. But if you take a soda bottle and you make a little shield on top, because uh, we get no rain here, uh, yeah. we've had them up for several years. So the, it's not an issue, and we're covered with cameras. But they charge $10 per camera for, you for know, the, the recording. 
for yeah. the recording. Now, the Ring Homes system, and for $199, that's great, but you can get more motion and window sensors for your home if you'd like. You can add mm -hmm. as much as you want to it, but the best part is you pay a flat $10 a month without a contract, which gives you professional monitoring. And it also includes unlimited video recording for your devices along with an LTE backup in case your Wi-Fi clunks out. Wow, that's a solid, solid offering. Right, $10 a month. Now, wouldn't that make you consider changing what you've got at home? It, it, absolutely. I might even it add it. <laughs> yeah, I know, because to your point, you know, most of the, uh, the other solutions in the market, um, you only get the cloud um, recording feature and you pay 10 to $15 per month. So to get that professional monitoring and get that, that video capture, you know, via the cloud, um, that's a super compelling price. But I mean, obviously they, they did their homework and um, yeah, I mean, I, I might rush out and, and buy one now that I know that. Yeah. Kurt said, uh, well, it's not available till July 4th. Kurt said on Twitter, Belkin cameras are $10 per month per camera. Ring mm -hmm. alone is $30 a year. Right. So I mean, you, you sw so I guess you'd have to still pay for your ring doorbell and the ten dollars for the security system, which still, uh, I think it's really worth it, especially still with compelling. the LTE backup. Oh yeah, very compelling. But remember, it is owned by who? Uh, the big bad Amazon, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whose job it is to suck data and take pictures of what you do in your backyard, I guess. I, and then, and oh, then record your voice through the Alexa device. Right. Oh, look. Wait a minute. She needs more charcoal in the backyard. <laughs> right. We better put that on our shopping list. But That's I did right. find something funny on Amazon, which is you go to Amazon.com slash GA slash giveaways. Did you check that out? I think I sent you the link. I did, and and actually I was aware of it before you shared the link with me. So I, they launched this, you know, I recall um, around the holidays, and it's just another brilliant way to get to get eyeballs on the Amazon website. So you go there and you you register for a few free deals, and then you you go fill your cart like I do almost every day. Do you really? You know, I broke the habit. I'm kind of proud of myself. I broke the habit. Well, Amazon, I, you know, yeah. I put I it in my cart, yeah. and I think twice now. <laughs> I, uh, as a kid, I loved mail ordering things and, you know, getting that package at the door. Right, so right. I'm Christmas just living, every day. I'm living my childhood as an adult now through Amazon. Well, well, i got to tell you, if you have a daughter and Avon is still in business, being an Avon lady is more than Christmas every day because it's makeup. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I have two daughters, so I know that very well. Right. You know, they're in high school. Let them become an Avon lady, but teach them the responsibility that you actually have to sell the stuff. You can't, can't play with it all yourself. Right. But, yeah, I mean, that's the optimum one, and it teaches them how to make money, which I think is good. So if you Absolutely. want to take a look at the Amazon giveaways, go to Amazon.com slash GA dot slash giveaways, and it's pretty cool. <sighs> Lots of talking. Yeah, and we're almost we're almost done with this. So, AT and T. What do you think about the AT and T Time Warner merger? What 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 do you think? Since you're an analyst, let's analyze. Yeah. Let's analyze it. So, 
I've spent a lot of time with AT&T. In fact, um, I was in your backyard, Marsha, for their their shape event. And this is, you know, on the Warner Brothers, you know, studio lot there in Hollywood. And they, they bring technology and content together. Um, I've been very bullish on this union for quite a long time. Um, I think there were just some silly politics that, that thwarted this coming together. It's certainly not anti-competitive. But what this does now for, for AT&T is that it gives it a significant advantage relative to the other big carriers in the U.S., T-Mobile, Sprint, uh, if they come together, um, and you know Verizon as well, uh, because of content. And the stickiness that, that that content brings, you know, along with that. And so it's, you know, everyone offers unlimited plans now. Verizon's kind of goofy about how they tier their, their quote-unquote unlimited plans. But content is truly king, and I think this is going to position AT&T very well relative to their competitors. Honestly, do you watch TV on your phone? I, you know, I don't, I, but I do, you know, I do when I'm traveling, I do, I'll, I'll watch a movie or, you know, something that I download, you know, through Netflix or something like that, but I don't watch live TV. Now, I think as 5G rolls out, it's that next generation uh, wireless infrastructure that's going to support lightning fast speeds and very, very, you know, low latency, which will, you know, provide, you know, great video performance. I think, um, that that consumption model could change because then you you can start doing really interesting things like mobile augmented reality, mobile virtual reality. You know, on a smartphone, you can you can do that today with the Oculus Go. Um, you know, well, from, heck, from we've Facebook. been doing that. We've been doing that for four years with cardboard. For God's sake, <laughs> I mean that works, right? Um, but one of the interesting things there, the new company is going to be called Warner Media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's this whole new, and they're going to be, not only do they, I think they give away some direct TV with AT&T. If, if their phones just got better connections here in <laughs> L.A., we're going we're gonna to talk about mobile networks later, but we, right. we don't get great AT&T here. So I, I don't know, watching TV over it uh, is an issue. They're going to have a new app, which will have a new network called AT&T. AT&T Watch TV, mm-hmm. which is going to have Turner content. No sports, just entertainment. Mm-hmm. But it was oh, it was interesting. We, we have a break. And when we come back, because you can hear the music, right? <laughs> I can hear it. There you go. Uh, I'm going to talk about how we watched the uh, North Korea coverage here on my tablet. This is Marsha Collier and Will Townsend on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. See you around the back. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 